From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. Focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us. This indeed the lay the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's, it's right around the corner, the birthday of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're pleased to welcome in Jennifer Campbell. Jennifer, good day to you. Hi, how are you? Doing fine. Uh, always, good. always good to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, good to hear your voice, too. We don't get to see you in person today, but appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And uh, Thanks. as uh, we head on past Christmas, on past New Year, and into 2023. Uh, is your calendar completely full up yet? Not completely, but, but it is but getting definitely there. getting there. Yeah, for sure. We, you know, we have our we have events that we do throughout the year as part of the offices of um, Family and Faith Formation mm-hmm. and Youth Young Adult Ministry. So we do have, you know, in February we've got fi- our second round of Fired Up happening. Um, that's the conference that we have for anyone who's being confirmed in mm-hmm. the calendar year. So we're, we're going to be bringing those to Jesuit is going to be hosting a morning and an afternoon session on the 25th of February. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take the whole crew to St. Patrick's St. Vincent on the 26th in to Vallejo. do a morning in Vallejo mm-hmm. to do a, a, a workshop a session there. So, we're really excited. Um, we had such a good time in November with the tour. Um, and so Ryan will be back for Rai, who is from the Swano Deanery, but now lives in South Carolina. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a big deanery. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Vacaville, Fairfield, and uh, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, he, he started there and then South Carolina. Hard to explain. Um, and then Mary Bolesky, who came out last year and helped us with the, the, the North State Day we did mm-hmm. in 2021. Um, and then Waka Fuerte is going to be our musical guest again. So we're, we're excited to have them all back. It's, a, it's such a great day to get all those people together to see how universal their Catholic faith is. Yeah, it's a great, yes, it's totally a great way to have all those those teams that are, you know, they're getting ready to be confirmed and to have them um, get to come out and see their their church beyond just their parish, mm-hmm. but to really see the, like, the grander scheme of the diocese. Yeah, that's wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. So that's that's the the last Saturday in February? The last, yeah, the last Saturday and Sunday in February, um, will be will be there, and then um, and then we could take a little break in the month of March, but you know, not not really for me because I'll be I'll be going around parishes talking about camp, um, mm-hmm. but we're because I get to, I you are going to be the first person to know I think um, aside from my boss. But we're going to do five full weeks of camp this summer, so we're wow. adding one more week. Um, breaking yeah, news. Breaking news. We're going to have five full weeks of camp um, up at Camp Pandola, and uh, plus we're going to bring back some of our some of the programming that we, we held off on last year because it was our first year back after COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have our two canoe trips again for one for boys, one for girls. Um, we're going to do our backpacking trip on the PCP um, for high schoolers, um, and we're going to have our CIT program, which is our counselor and training program for mm-hmm. um, juniors and seniors in high school. Plus, all girls week, um, and then for other weeks, we'll have a teen week. We'll have uh, a weird science week, um, and yeah, I'm really excited to be back there. Hopefully, we'll be we'll have. We'll have fully, we'll be fully staffed, I'm sure, but um, hopefully it'll be a little easier this year to to get the staff up there. Um, some of our returning staff will be hopefully will be joining us. Well, how long um, has it been since you had Weird Science Week? Uh, we did it last year, did but you it's like last a year? really fun. It's a fun week, and um, we're we're moving it earlier in the set in the season this year, um, partially because. Um, 
Um, I'm working with uh, Father Dean Marshall to get chaplains. He's helping me to recruit um, priests to be chaplains each different week of camp. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to be joining us for that first week of camp. And so that's going to be Weird Science Week because it is his favorite theme of the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to have the chaplains back again. Um, I'm working out the schedule to get to have Bishop come up and, and celebrate a mass for us. Um, and that one is always really special because not only are all of our campus there, which just make it special just because they're there, of course, but we invite the Pendola family to join us for mass um, up there at camp as well. And so we usually get, um, you know, four or five of the family members. Oh, that's are they up. still in the area? Some of them are still in the area. Yeah, we actually... <laughs> One of the ways up through up to camp, you um, you're driving by the ranch, and um, especially during the pandemic, I think some of the family members move back up there. But yeah, there's some the area. There's they're all over, um, and so we invite everyone to to come, and it's always special. My uh, my first summer at camp, um, the the wife of the of the man that camp was named after, Dolores, she was there, but she passed away um, wow. that summer. But she came up. She came up, um, and it was always really special for her to have a mass that we did. Sure. Which I would say in memory of her, of her late husband, um, and yeah. So it's nice to see the family members there to come up. So do you usually have mass on Saturday or Sunday? We have mass on Sunday. So it's mm-hmm. the first thing we do. Mm-hmm. Campers arrive on Sunday afternoon, um, drop their stuff in their cabin, get to meet everyone in their cabin, and then we have mass together so it's a great way to start the week so the campers um, come like at noon on sunday or something like that they come at two so uh-huh. the staff come at noon and then two hours later campers start arriving mm-hmm. um, so they come at two and we do check-in for the campers from two to four so families can arrive um, it's nice to make brother themselves out uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so they come between two and four and then right after we're at four thirty is when four between four thirty and four forty five is when we have mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the parents of the, the campers are invited to stay as well. Some of them want to get right on the road because you know it could be a little it could be far for them if they have right. some of them have to work the next day. Um, but yeah, so we just that's how that's how we start the week with that. And the priest chaplain, whoever it is, will say mass um, except for the week that bishop is. So how long has it been since you've had five full weeks of camp? Um, 2019. Wow. <laughs> so this be four years. Wow. Yeah, because we didn't have yeah because we didn't have camp 2020 or 21, and last summer we weren't able we didn't we decided to to pace ourselves. So we're gonna do five full weeks. We think we hope we can fill up. I'm sure we will. We had waiting lists last year, so I think. We'll be able to to fill those full those five full weeks and um, you know with you know, many weeks that during it's during that time so you know those campers have just come for half the time and and we they do trips for older campers um, so I think we'll be able to I'm confident we'll be able to fill it. <laughs> Boy, that's great. That's just that's wonderful and it's over sixty years now. Over 60 years now, so I guess 63, I can do that. Uh, I think it's 63 years now, yeah, that we've, the camp has been in existence in the same location. Um, we're working on some some improvement projects in the off-season this year. We're going to be replacing um, some, some things, getting some things fixed that just need some more TLC. Um I'm really excited. The one that I'm very excited about, which sounds very silly, is we're going to be replacing the bleachers. Um, they just, you know, they, it, it's a t- there's only so many times you can sand the same piece of wood before it's just time to replace that piece of wood. Um, and so we're going to be getting, we're going to be rebuilding the bleachers, which is where we do all of our meeting outside. Um, if it's depending on the weather and the number of people, that's where we'll have mass. So it'll be nice to have um New, new, new places to sit with a little less splinters, and it'll look really nice. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but we're trying to do some of those projects now during the off-season um, so that they'll be ready for campus to arrive in June. So do you get up there in the winter? Um, I get up there 
Sometimes in the winter, not when it's snowing. I choose to not. But uh, <laughs> me, you and me both. I'm just not a snow person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, you know, though we did when we had to we needed to fire it up in the North State. We drove through snow when we had to when we did the day in, in Colorado. Right. So, um, you know, I, I can do it. I just would prefer to not. So, but yeah, I will, I'll go up there a couple times during the off season. I've been up there. A few times, all like in November, to meet different people and just give them tours around the camp. Um, so yeah, I try to get up there. It's nice to just take a day and kind of escape my computer for a while. <laughs> that sounds awful, but um, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to step away from your computer and remember why you're doing what you're doing. So I like to try to do that. Yes, you should. Uh... Uh, read Bishop Soto's column in the January-February issue of the Catholic Herald. He talks about technology and that kind of our cell phones being an extension yeah. of our, almost like it's a body part. Yes, I've, he um, he gave a talk over the summer. It wasn't just a dialogue, but it was with the yeah, with youth ministry directors from mm-hmm. around our region, and and we talked about that. We talked about that that idea that that we sometimes think of our we use our technology like it's another appendage yep. instead of um, like a tool. So <laughs> so we and it just becomes part of us. And I fully fully appreciate that. And it's something that I kind of I love about camp. I don't get to experience it as much as our campers do because. There is Wi-Fi for emergencies and for me to be able to do work and all the things that I have to do while we're up at camp. Um, but the campers and the staff don't have access to the Wi-Fi. Um, and mostly the campers, the staff do get it for certain parts of the day to check email or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the campers don't. And to see, like, you know, first day, they're always a little stressed, like, you know, can't Snapchat? I'm like, no, no phones. Please give, give mom your phone. Give dad your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just see them relaxing to the point of, like, on Thursday, they're like, I thought it was going to be hard to not have my phone, but it was, like, really easy, or I didn't really miss it as much as I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Like, to just get that tech, the technology break, it's just so important. Yeah, and it's, it gets to be just a, uh, a bad habit. You're uh, constantly checking your texts or your... Twitter yeah, feed sure. or your your emails or whatever, however you communicate, and uh, yeah. um, it it's like it's it becomes almost mindless, and and, fr- sure. and frequently uh, I guess uh, almost disappointing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't get anything. You know, like like it's like yeah. the the the, the uh, mail delivery person came and went, and your mailbox is empty. You know, like nobody loves right. me. You know. Right, and I think, you know, and it's true, that is true, and I think we, you know, some of us, um, myself sometimes included, and some of our our young people, too, they've kind of forgotten how to communicate, like, talking to each other, or (laughs) they just don't, they don't have that that skill set sometimes, sometimes, and camp gives them that great opportunity to really, like, now you're going to have to talk to them, because you can't really, like, text them across the room, because neither of you have your phone. So they have to, they really have to practice and like, and they're living in these small faith communities that they, you know, each cabin is its own little small faith community that they have to negotiate what that means. Like, what are we going to do as a cabin? What are we, are we going to be that cabin that's like silly at every, you know, check-in or like last summer we had this one group of boys. They, every time, because we, you know, make sure all the cabins are there you know, before we release them for an activity, and this group of boys would sing us a different song every time. Like, just some random, they would practice it and, like, sing to whoever was calling out, like, which, if the cabins were there. But it's like, are you going to be that cabin, or are you going to be the cabin that we're, like, that are just super quiet and doesn't say anything? Like, they have to negotiate all of those little, like, interpersonal things together. And make sure everyone's included. Yeah, absolutely. So, have you already started hiring cooks and counselors? And we we just started last week. Um, we, it's up on our website now, so you can actually go to the website, which is pendola.org um, forward slash employment, and you will find all the information about employment, um, the different positions that we have open, and the application is there. 
Um, it is a two-step process for the application. So um, there's an online one that goes directly to me, and there's a second piece that we need, which is the Diocese of Sacramento um, handwritten application. Um, but, yeah, we're starting that process now with hopes to get, you know, some people hired, um, at least get them to sign that they're going to come this summer, hopefully by March, to try to get be fully staffed before May. So has, has, you know, employment got, got kind of interesting there during COVID and, and then a lot of jobs have gone begging. Um, did you, 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 did you face that? Yes. Yeah. No, I really did. Last summer was, was rough. Um, there were certain weeks leading up to camp that I had the campers and was really afraid I was going to have to start calling them to say, I'm sorry, we don't oh. have enough people. How heartbreaking. Um, it, was, it was really hard, and um, it's why we ended up having to ask parents to volunteer to be in our kitchen because um, it was a piece of the camp that, you know, that, like kind of um, anyone with, with basic skill sets could do, right, the kitchen, um, and it wasn't going to require a lot of, of extra training. Um, so we did that, and our hope is to not have to do that again this summer because it does change the dynamic with the, the campers. And um, and so, yeah, we're just we're really trying to, to fill all of our positions that we have um, that we have open. We have counselor positions open, and some they're counselor positions, but they're less like in the cabins with kids and doing more of the background work. We mm-hmm. also need all of those filled. Because um, that was really last year what we ended up doing was everyone, no matter what they, you know, maybe some of them had and wanted to work more background and getting things set up, um, we had to put them in cabins because we needed bodies in cabins. And, right. Um, and so it became myself and my program director um, doing <laughs> a lot of that setup work that um, ordinarily would have gone to, to staff mm-hmm. that we had. Um, just made it just made everything a little more a little more challenging. So we're hoping that that we can alleviate that this year um, by hiring some more key positions and um, getting everyone. So people created. can go to the website and uh, pendola.org and uh, yes, see, see the jobs that are open and uh, see the jobs that are open. And you get paid. You get you know. And there's no place to spend your money. You get paid. There's no place to spend your money. Um, and you're. You're, you know, you're also making friends that, like, only you and those that group of people who worked at summer 2022, for example, have that experience. Like, yeah. <laughs> there are 14 of us that had that experience last summer um, and can fully understand what it meant to work at Camp Adore that year. And so you, it's, it's a bond that it's not easily broken. There are, you know, there are stories and inside jokes and not just inside jokes, but just, like, things that are so funny to you. Um that nobody else would get, right. you know, and and it, it does bond you for life in a way that that is it's like no other, and that's something that's so special about camp. So whether you're on staff or a kid in a cabin, you're bonded with those people in your cabin, and you may only see them at camp once a year. Mm-hmm. Do people make reservations for specific weeks based on okay, we were together last year, I want to see you again, even though they live in different cities? I, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, they do. I think there's campers that come back that had been coming back, you know, like the same week each year. Not necessarily some based on theme, some based on like we always go to girls week, or um, they when we used to do invaders of the night, we just do invaders of the night week. So they'd see the same campers year after year and kind of grow up with them. Um, it's hard to say right now just because <laughs> it's been different. Um, but yeah, there are campers that definitely really only hang out at camp and are excited to see each other at camp. I mean, we even experienced that last year. There were kids that really hadn't seen each other in two years uh, because they just know each other through camp. Mm-hmm. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Yes. And so you got counselors, cooks. Um, counselors, cooks, um, program directors, um, trip leaders, um, counselors that will become counselors slash lifeguards as well that we need. So all of the above are possible. And a couple of weird scientists. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> people that are into science, people that are into nature would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer, uh, that's great. Thanks, thanks so much for all you do, and uh, yeah. I look forward to get you back on to talk about all the rest of the events that you're working on uh, in great. the calendar year of uh, 2023. Uh, God's blessings to you and your family and uh, everybody you work with, and uh, uh, for a merry and happy and holy Christmas and a wonderful new year. Thank you, you too, Bob. Thanks so much, Jennifer. That's Jennifer Campbell, who just wears many hats in this diocese and is one of those invaluable people that just uh, really, really works hard. We had a chance to sit down last week with uh, Bishop Soto, and we talked about a variety of subjects, and we're going to bring you that interview now. This on the Bishop's Radio Hour as we launch our 24th year on the air. Here. Oh, so, my. So we're, and uh, one of the people responsible for this is joining us in person, Bishop Jaime Soto. Bishop? Uh, Bob, good to see you. Good, and uh, uh, Merry Christmas to all. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're, we're just on the, just uh, getting into those very uh, busy, uh, frenetic, but hopefully uh, uh, holy days yes. for all of us. Indeed. We, you know, I... I I knew my my kids were on the right track here because one of them came home from a Newman gathering, and it was the first Sunday of Advent, and she says, "Christmas is on a Sunday, so when does the when is the the when are the four uh, you know Sundays of Advent? Is Christmas one of them or is it not?" So uh. I knew they were on the right track. They were thinking about that instead of uh, something else. <laughs> They're try, trying to calculate they it. They were all calculating out. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're moving up on. Yeah. Uh, the, I, the I, if, and, and maybe even at that age, uh, Bob, they're still thinking, how many days do I have to be good? I and, know <laughs> they are. You, you've got that right. <laughs> so Santa is watching. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Santa's watching. So yeah. how many more days do I have to be good? <laughs> that's, that's is, that, right. is it because it's on a Sunday? Is that seven more days? I've yeah. got to be you know extra good. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought once the fourth Sunday of Advent passed, I could go back yeah, to yeah, my yeah. evil ways. <laughs> no. uh, what, what was it? Gonna gonna watch? Yeah, gonna find out who's naughty and yeah, nice. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You better be good. You better be nice. Uh, oh yeah, that's great stuff. Well. Bishop, uh, th- th- a special time of the year, obviously. Oh yeah, those no, uh, uh, the th- there's uh, yeah, you know it's um, it's it's one of those kind of odd uh, uh, and um, um, good times, uh, but given the culture that we live in, uh, it's one of those kind of odd times that uh, where the, the the culture actually kind of begins to overlap with our own kind of religious sentiments, and right. so. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the music that we hear right. when uh, you know when people are out shopping, or you know, I'm I'm listening to the radio, and there's a lot more. Um, uh, you know, I listen to the classic music station, and and uh, and there's just a lot more uh, Christmas selections, sure. and, and many of those selections are religious, right? And um, so there is there's that uh, um, so sentiments. And expressions that are uh, perhaps not uh, often on the minds of people uh, come easily to people's lips and, yeah. and to thoughts because because it's Christmas, and yeah. so it's it's one of those uh, occasions where we can see what can happen when uh, when the faith does influence the culture yeah. and uh, in in a positive way. And at the the obviously the reverse side of that is that. Um, that those of us who are believers, uh, um, we have to guard against uh, letting the um, uh, a lot of the how should I say kind of consumerist mm-hmm. culture uh, of the season uh, take over. Right. You know how we how we um, walk how we walk through these days. Well, you know the thing that I've I've learned though is in talking to uh, Loaves and Fishes and uh, Sacramento Food Bank and St. Vincent de Paul and uh, a million other places, uh, Bishop Gallegos Maternity Home, their donations go way up at this oh, time right. of year. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know huh. you know that. And that's one. That's a wonderful part of this, uh, that that giving spirit. Uh, but I know we, our family went to the Sacramento Choral Society and Orchestra's Home for the Holidays, their Christmas concert. Oh. And, you know, you're, you're listening to... 
Silent Night and Away in a Manger and Hark the Herald Angels Sing and then Jingle Bells. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's, but they don't, they don't shy away from the, they're not a religious organization, but they don't shy away from the baby Jesus or, oh, or, right. or no, any of a, that, you know, which is no, I mean, really again, refreshing. The, the uh, uh, you know, they, uh, particularly in those kinds of uh, concerts or uh, music celebrations, uh, there's just um, uh, some of the more favorite songs, right. you know, are going to tell the story. Absolutely. And I so, mean, oh, oh, Holy Night brought the house down. Yeah, yeah. You know, with, a, with a soloist, you know. Yeah, wow. Like an opera singer. Yeah, you know? that's great. Yeah. That's so. great. Well, that, you know, and so I, in some sense, I mean, that is something to uh, uh, to celebrate, but it also that I think it becomes... Uh, um, particularly in in our own uh, domestic situations, you know how uh, our, our homes and um, how, how can we um, build on that and right. and take advantage of that and uh, you know and obviously one of those ways is the the the, the advent wreath and to yeah. try to have that and that right. and I would you know uh, obviously you know the other. Um, a dominant thing is the uh uh is the the nativity scene right you know and and uh, um and i actually i mean uh a lot of families have their own kinds of um you know customs or traditions right. around that and and so those are uh I, again it's um uh it, it seems uh how should i say uh uh very um can't seem kind of trite or mm-hmm. uh um a, a very not not that significant, but you know uh, uh, the kinds of attention or uh, you know where we choose to place that or or, uh, or you know I, I I think it just depends on every family and and, and how they can um, uh, use that as an as an occasion right. to um, you know bring the family together for prayer or um, or or. Um, make uh, particularly younger children or even older children curious, yeah. you know, about you know what's this all about. Well, we've we've always had the you know the manger scene. You know, it's bigger than a bread box, but you know, <laughs> but, uh, and you know, with the the Joseph and Mary and baby Jesus in the manger and 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 the sheep and the camels and all that. And when the kids were little, you know. We I go to bed at night and I see them. You know everybody's asleep and everything's perfect on the manger. Get up in the morning and a baby Jesus would always be missing. <laughs> first kid up, it was something about baby Jesus. I'd look all over. Finally, we'd find it. We always found it, but it was like there was this fascination with the baby uh, Jesus. Yeah, well, you know, you know I, I uh, um, you know, very often now, um, just a few days ago, uh, we we had our Le Guadalupe, which is right. another huge celebration but already um you know obviously people were bringing uh, images or Le Guadalupe mm-hmm. or, or other images of the blessed virgin mother or or of, of, of jesus but one common um uh um one one, one common uh, gift that people brought was um they would they was they're starting to bring their infant Jesuses forward mm-hmm. and asking me to to bless them. Mm-hmm. You can see that they're getting ready for. Actually, it was kind of um, cute. Uh, one woman, she had obviously she had baby Jesus, uh, and, you know, in, already in already in the crib, but. Because it was the feast of Our Lady Guadalupe, she had the child Jesus dressed as Juan Diego. Oh wow! <laughs> so, so the, the child, the baby Jesus, was wearing, uh, you know, kind of, the, you know, the Indian, uh, right. you know, uh, indigenous uh, attire, of typical of Mexico. Did you have a tilma? And, and a tilma oh, wow. of Our Lady Guadalupe. So I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, and, never, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> and so, uh, a little bit out of sequence, but in any case, yeah. still very charming. Yeah, absolutely. So is this a particularly busy time of year for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I'll say it's a, it's a t- busy time of year for me, but I, I think also, you know, for my my brother priests, um, it yeah. is it's a it's a, a very demands. yeah. There's a lot going on, which is good. I mean, I you know, sure. and I you know, I I, I think um, um, having I, many of us still remember what it was like during COVID and how difficult oh, that yeah. was. Yeah. And uh, and so uh you know now the busyness doesn't look so bad yeah, and, yeah you like uh, it and um yeah. you know just to be able to gather and um I I know many of the priests are busy with uh penance services sure. if, if not if not um 
maybe in some cases uh, every night. And right. uh, um, and then um, Our Lady Guadalupe was um, for you know, parishes that have a Hispanic community. I mean, that can that just becomes um, yeah. uh, all consuming. Usually, usually the nine days leading up to Our Lady Guadalupe, and then. Um, you know, many parish again, many parishes with Hispanic communities, and uh, will get uh, start the posadas in just a few days, mm-hmm. and um, and then many parishes with large Filipino communities are going to start the simbangabees. Um, uh, now, I'm doing mm-hmm. a, a few posadas uh, ceremonies, and uh, but then I'm 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 I have a quite a uh, a number of engagements for Simbanga B masses. Um, the Filipino community, uh, uh, they, they this this comes as a tr- uh, Christmas tradition from the Philippines, uh, and they were early morning masses. Right. It was kind of like hush, you know, like nine days of Mañanitas masses, mm-hmm. you know. At, at, at sunrise or before sunrise, because of the the, the, the people had to work in the fields. Right, yeah. right. You know, and so, um, and you know, very prominent. Um, but nowadays, you go to the Philippines, and there's, uh, you know, uh, Christmas Christmas tree pine trees and everything, uh-huh. which are not really necessarily <laughs> typical. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, except in certain parts. But right. you know, there's not. But you see them everywhere. Uh, but the more I think, the more uh, typical. Um, Christmas uh, devotion and um, how should I say ornament um, for in the Filipino culture is what they call the parol, right. which is a, a big star, right. you know, and and of course now with and they they, they process in with it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So so and that's usually what uh, and many of the uh, simbangami masses are going to process in with the parol or have the parol very, you know, displayed. Mm-hmm. And of course, nowadays with technology, you know, it's going to have lights and it's going to and it's going to blink and flash right. and swirl and right. And, and uh, <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's quite something. And it's, it's actually a, a novena of masses. Is oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like so they, usually for sixteenth to twenty or fifteenth to twenty third. Yeah, I like think. That. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not sure there's any really strict, you right. know, rules as to when it's supposed to start. But m- most of the time, there's they start around the 15th, mm-hmm. and um, uh, so yeah, pretty soon I'm gonna s- start those those masses, and, and they're fun. They're fun occasions. And we have a fairly large Filipino community. In, we do. In the, in the we do. Of Sacramento. Yeah, I you know I I'm not sure, <clears throat> you know how it rates with regards to probably in terms of total numbers uh we don't uh get close to what the numbers are in the bay in area. The bay area yeah. Uh, yeah but i i would say you know uh proportionately that they're um you know that they they're probably one of the more significant communities um after after the hispanic community in terms of the, the pres- yeah it's filipino I, yeah. I guess and this simbanga bay goes back what to fifteen, sixteen hundred, something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it goes back to you know the early missionaries, yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, so uh, yeah. it. Um, and I, I'm just fascinated by, and it, you know, it's the uh, particularly because uh, this year, um, you know, most of the readings uh, are 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 coming from Matthew, and you know, Matthew will be kind of the uh, the highlight mm-hmm. uh, uh, during the Christmas season. Uh, which is uh, where the star is actually has the right. star is is, sure. is very prominent and right. and of course that and that's especially prominent as we get close to the feast of the Epiphany right. and um, but in any case that that um, that the, the star you know became like the 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 uh, uh, kind of primary and and more uh, how should I say a traditional or indigenous uh, you know Christmas symbol. Uh, in in um, in the Philippines, wow, and and after mass, the food. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> lumpia. Yeah. yeah, so oh. yeah, I uh, you know my uh, you know my, my doctor was telling me recently to I need to lose a few pounds, and I said, <laughs> but I, I'm sorry, doctors are know, paid to do that. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that yeah. since I was a kid. Uh, yeah, but you know the. Uh, uh, 
you know, try, try, trying to exercise any control in during the month of December is a little impossible. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, that's so. why you just. That's why we have New Year's resolutions. So put it <laughs> off till January. Yeah. Um, but in any case, that's it's going to be a, a, a great occasion, and 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 it's uh, it's wonderful to see the community come together for that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Bishop, uh, you have a. Uh, a wonderful piece, your 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 normal column in the Catholic Herald, right. uh, which is uh, about to come out. Uh, it's gone to press. It probably hasn't arrived at mailboxes yet. About cell phones, technology, uh, all you know, tablets, all everything that's at our that as you describe it, almost an extension of our bodies. Now. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to three or four events at the high school, at the memorial out of it, during Christmas, and the very first thing you're told is, please silence your devices. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. like it is part of your body. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you make some, some really salient points about, about we just think we've got the world, that we're in control. Yeah, yeah. You well, know? that's, that's uh, um, you know, I, uh, I think that one of the, um, uh, you know, um, well, but let me start by saying that that I that uh, science and technology has has have, has uh, brought some wonderful things to us. You know, I mean, and I mean, it's hard for any of us to imagine uh, our lives uh, without the technology that's available to us. Yeah. And um, and and uh, you know, I started off that article uh, talking about. Um, you know, and being being in the classroom at St. Polycarp yeah. in, in middle school, and uh, and being able to and having a television brought into the classroom, yeah. they, really, they would wheel it in. Oh on, yeah, and it was yeah. Hu- and of course it was huge yeah. and yeah. unwieldy, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, and that and that and there we were, we were able to watch. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd watch the, you know, the, the Apollo spaceships sure. taking off and then, sure. you know, when the moon landing and some of those first shots came in, I mean, my goodness, I mean, it just was, it was unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and there we were, I mean, we just were, uh, with our, our eyes and our mouths wide open, just watching yeah. stuff that, that human, that, you know, uh, human beings we'd never seen before, yeah. you know, and, and, and so that, and all that was made possible by technology. And I, um, but you know now, and I guess you know part of the uh, article is that uh, technology actually, in many ways, not it just doesn't only allow us to see the world better, uh, whether it's the you know the the space or 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 even you know the the tiny little cells or yeah. uh, uh, of, of our body or or um, that, but actually technology has actually become our world you know and that yeah. that it, it actually shapes how we how how we see the world right. and and uh and that that sometimes that that um that can lead to the temptation as i said that uh we um you know uh we begin to think that um that uh, you know the world is the world is how how i see it and um and that I can control it and manipulate it, and uh, yeah. and uh, and and we're seeing that, you know, in so many ways, and 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 the fact that in many, I think, um, particularly social media, but other aspects of technology, that that we see how we're manipulated by the technology, mm-hmm. and uh, and that that, uh, and I and I and that there has to be, I I, I believe, a, a kind of a, a, a healthy. Um, critical uh, distance that right. we keep from technology, and and in some sense that um, cannot ha- that that won't happen uh, unless we maintain um, some kind of religious perspective mm-hmm. that helps us to um, see see beyond ourselves and even beyond the world as we see it to something that's greater than we are, yeah. and uh, and that that is. Um, uh, but the illusion, the illusion of science, I, I don't think, I, and I, I'm not saying science is bad, but the, but sometimes the, the illusion can be created, um, and, and, and also the illusion or the, the, somewhat of the lie of technology is that somehow we can, that we can know everything, mm-hmm. And that, and if we don't know everything now, that eventually, by science, we will know everything. Yeah. And and that that 
when you uh, when you consider that, or, or what the the arrogance that is um, underlies that notion of that somehow uh, that. Uh, that our small minds mm-hmm. could grasp mm-hmm. the co- the vast complexity of this universe, uh, or, or even even the vast complexity of of our uh, of of ourselves, right. you know, of our of, of our bodies and our minds. That that that's it's there's a certain uh, naive arrogance mm-hmm. about that, yeah. and and that uh, and that we would you know, but then. We live in a world today where that that people are acting on that arrogance and and um, and see themselves as the masters of the universe. Yeah. And I, I mean, I you know, again, I don't, I, I won't even begin to fathom, um, you know, how cryptocurrency works. No, I, I you know, I, yeah, you know, and and uh, makes no sense but, to me. You know the. Uh, you know, and, and I'm, and so I'm only using it as a, a, a you know, uh, uh, as a, as kind of a superficial metaphor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, that whole, th- you know, that that thing came, you know, with the arrogance that was exactly. how that per- was pervasive in that, and that it 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 quickly, well, it it, it, it I don't know if it came all crashing down, but well, I mean, a lot it's, of it has, a lot of it has, yeah. and that, and it's just that, and and. Um, I was reading some articles that you know there are obviously there are those that hope that somehow there something will remain and that there is some some could be some benefit in that and I I don't even try to understand yeah. it but that that this was not brought down by so much the technology as the yes, arrogance, yes, the arrogance. that somehow right. you know we could control this and uh, yeah. um, and so I I I think that there is um, uh, there's a uh, there's a, a healthy disposition uh that comes with um you know religiosity mm-hmm. that um gives us that humility that sees you know that 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 reality is is way bigger than it's way than, bigger than, than we are than we are yeah. or that we could ever know yeah and um i remember reading something recently and i you know i don't i hope i'm not won't, won't be you know, confusing people here, but I mean, I, I was uh, reading someone's ref- a theologian's reflection about heaven, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and of course, the idea that we will see God as He is, and and the and but the 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 theologian made the point. This is now, but remember that even in heaven, God will still be more than we could ever uh-huh. imagine. Yeah, yeah, will ever imagine that that. The, the idea that somehow we're going to, you know, we're going to know God perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. It's just not, not that happen. he's, no, because he's just going to be more right. than we could ever imagine. Yeah. You know. It, and, the, and that that, in some sense, that makes heaven even more enticing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but also, but also helps us keep a perspective yeah. that we're always going to be. We're always going to be his creatures, and we'll you know, always be in awe. I would think. always be in awe at his um, his awesome mercy. Yeah, you know the the more and and the 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 web telescope, all of that. It's it's almost terrifying sometimes. They they said we're going to take you back almost to the beginning of time. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and and the more we discover, yeah, the more. I become convinced scientifically that the only explanation for all of this is yeah. creation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, creation is the is the best scientific explanation for what's going on. Yeah, yeah. you know because uh, and a creator and a creator absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. that uh, that makes perfect sense to me. The rest of it is wow. It's like it's I mean it's it's really amazing how many stars and planets and and it makes you wonder yeah about the mind of god what what's what's god thinking here why why did he do this you know and um just the latest uh you know you you go to the nasa website and you look at what the web uh telescope i'm I'm not sure that's the right term for it but whatever the the web thing that's right yeah is is um and the pictures that that is sending and you just realize that there is a, a vast universe out there with galaxies that 
you know, dwarf our own yeah, galaxy yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and things going on that are just beyond yeah. amazement. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and all of that. And yet, and, and, and yet God, you know, it, uh, it knows uh, every hair on our uh, head. I know. And, and that, so you, you, and, and how, why would you want to, how should I say, um, uh, uh, you know, know that in a scientific way, um, and, 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 or be content with that alone yeah. and, and, and not be caught up in just the, um, you know, just the, the transcendent, uh, beauty and, and grace that God, yeah. that, uh, you know, I, I mean, as, uh, the, 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 um, great, uh, you know, the, 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 the world is filled with the grandeur of God. Yeah. Well, I, I'm pleased that as they find uh, you're talking about cells and things, the smaller, the, the smaller, the smaller, the smaller that the final one they're looking for is the God particle. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah. At least they've got the name right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be the the boson, the boson, boson, yeah, uh, Higgs boson or yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. And, and uh, but. Yeah. No, they said no, no. We're no, not there's there another yet. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I think when I was growing up, we thought the like the, the single cell was that was that was it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and you know the interesting thing too is as especially in outer space, they don't just discover new things that add to knowledge. They f- they discover things that contradict what we thought was true. Right, right. You know. Yeah. So it's just the, the moon really isn't made out of cheese. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But that all, you know, uh, that all kind of brings us, uh, you know, back to, um, you know, the, the, I mean, again, the, the vastness of who God is and that, you know, in, in many ways, I mean, that was particularly the Old Testament. I mean, that, that, you know, they, uh, that's why the, the Jewish people, um, you know, could could not create an image of God because right. just that, that just can't be. You know, right. God is just going to be more than we could imagine. And so, uh, you know, there was such a there was a, a, a mysterious awe, uh, awe of 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 who God was, and that that uh, into this into th- into that whole religious reality that the uh, the the unspeakable, invisible God would. Uh, would take on human nature yeah. is, uh, is, you know, uh, I mean, uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. And, 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 uh, I mean, in one sense, and, um, one, one could say, you know, who, who could blame them for doubting that? Cause it yeah. just seemed, how, how could this be? Yeah. And, yet, and yet, I mean, uh, Mary and Joseph had that, had that faith that here in their very simple, humble circumstances, uh, difficult as they were, and uh, and and to be um, kind of on on the outskirts of of Bethlehem, and that that uh, um, that that they uh, would uh, would receive, you know, the gift of yeah. of, of of God, uh, the the Word of God made flesh, and, and you know, and, we, and they and they named him Jesus, and they named him Jesus, and you know, the, when you think about the Christmas story. It resonates. It resonates with two-year-olds, and it resonates with hundred-year-olds. You know, mm-hmm. it just that story is, and it's lasted. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's survived the test of time. And it's and and it's uh and it's and it's incomprehensible. And I mean, it's, it's incomprehensible. Uh, incomprehensible. I mean, yeah. I, and what <laughs> what the church teaches, which you know is is it, it only. Uh, only confounds us the more. The more. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> and and uh, because it's not meant to be quote you know fully understood, right. but it's meant to be reverenced and adored. Yeah, it's like the, the Eucharist. Yeah. This is the body and blood of someone who lived two thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, people go, "Well, that that, that doesn't make sense." Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't make that up. Jesus spoke those words. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't need to know the why mm-hmm. uh it's a fact yeah. he he spoke those words so they're true well uh, you know i uh but that's why i mean i uh, again and i uh the, the i hope everyone has a nativity scene in their in their yes. home and i and i i know that you know 
uh, most if not all our churches will have uh, will have the you know spectacular nativity right. scenes right. that will you know wow the kids and um, but that you know for us that um, the nativity scene uh, is is the Eucharist? I mean that 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 is Absolutely. you know that that uh, you know on, on Christmas Day, which I you know I I encourage everyone to uh, to attend Christmas Mass. Um, that uh, on Christmas Day, that 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 when we're there um, at the altar, and and that and the the Lord Jesus is present to us in um, in the bread and the wine that becomes His body and blood. That we are as close and as intimate to um, to the Christmas story as as Mary and Joseph, and, yeah. and that that and that 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 communion that uh, they had as a family in, in those uh, you know difficult moments in Bethlehem, that that um, that we have that we we enter into a, a communion that is. Uh, is as profound or even more profound, uh, you know, through um, uh, to receiving uh, the Lord Jesus in, in the Eucharist. So well put. Uh, Bishop, uh, do you get any sleep between Christmas Eve, midnight mass, and, and <laughs> oh, Christmas I'll, morning I'll, mass? I get, I get naps. <laughs> you get naps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I just, I can't even imagine your schedule during, during that Oh, time. you know, I, I mean, I think, uh, um, you know, I mean, People have asked me about that, but I mean, it's a it's a it's a good busyness. I mean, yeah, I sure. thank, thank God that we're we're able to do these things, and and uh, and it's a it's a uh, it's a joy. Bishop, I know I speak for all our listeners, and uh, uh, that our prayers go with you, and our our wishes for a happy and merry and holy Christmas. Oh, and um, the same my my uh, sincere wishes and prayers for. Uh, uh, all the, uh, the the faithful and clergy and religious of the Diocese of Sacramento that this is, uh, um, uh, and that, um, uh, you know, again, that what we celebrate is is not it's not the past, uh, but it's it's a uh, it's very much the present, yeah. and um, and that we um, we you know we um, uh, we get to be drawn into the mystery of the Lord Jesus as those first shepherds or the magi were drawn to the Lord. And, uh, and I, and, and, uh, I hope that, um, our experience in these, in these days of Christmas will, um, bring an abundance of the Lord's mercy and peace, uh, to everyone's heart and everyone's home. Bishop, thanks so much. Always good to see you. Thanks so much for your time. We'll, We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in health care, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, Countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, you can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of, ministry, of Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. 
And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, they continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're, they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive a generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley and Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley and Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. 4600. And we uh, are, are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, long standing support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. Oh, holy night, the star. 